Hello everyone, welcome back to They're Always Watching, a podcast where we talk about the supernatural and paranormal. We are your co-hosts, Darion Reddick. Gabriel Alvarez. Gabriel Alvarez. Alright, and for today's topic, uh, it's a special one. We're actually going to be talking about two things in one episode. Um, we're still on our Hispanic Heritage Month Hispanic Heritage Month themes. So yeah. Are you guys ready? Right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, JV. Damn. Gosh, okay. Darn, dude. Yeah, my bad. Gosh. Okay. Right, right. Roll the intro. Alright, so for today's episode, um, we are going to be talking about La Lechusa, and we're going to be talking about El Kukui. Now, uh, for the first half, we're going to talk about La Lechusa. Um, before we get things started, um, obviously, I'm not Hispanic, so I, I told y'all this last time, but I, I haven't grown up with these stories, so I don't know, so... We're going to ask these two, uh, do they know anything about it or have they heard anything about it from when they were growing up? So have you guys heard anything about La La Chusa before? I'm going to be honest with you, Darion. I didn't even start hearing about the, about the story of La La Chusa until like I was 16. Really? I did not grow up listening to this or hearing about it. My dad was actually was the one who told me about it. We were at a job site. And then we heard an owl, and then he started talking about talking to us about it. Mm, okay. So what about you, JB? Me, personally, never heard of it. The only thing I really know about La Lechusa is Lechusa, and that's an owl mm-hmm. in the English translation. So never fucking heard of it. Okay, okay, okay. So that pretty much makes all three of us, I mean, because... <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. Um, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, did 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 you at least know the owl thing? The Latrissa meant owl. I barely knew Ola meant hello. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Like, come on, Gabe. I need like baby steps. Okay. I'm. We're, it was just a question, Daria. Okay. Le it. means ah. Chu means wo. Za means u. <laughs> Owl. <laughs> so that means owl. No. No, no what? No, Are you stupid? No. no. <laughs> so what so what does it mean? It means rat or something? No, that's what you are. Yeah, that's what you are. I ain't gonna fucking rat, no. <laughs> They're coming for you, six nine. Uh, me personally, dang. I wouldn't take that. Ooh. Oh heck. <laughs> oh heck. <laughs> he listens to the podcast. Lord have mercy. You're like, hey, where do they stay at? He makes a diss track about us. 
Wait, they always watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, so, um, Lalachusa is a terrifying creature to behold. Um, pretty much. Uh, so like Gabe and JB said, it's an owl, but like picture it as a giant owl with the face of a woman. Um, in some accounts, the creature stands at seven feet tall with a fifteen feet wingspan. Oh, John, wait. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't even realized it was that big. Oh, yeah. It's literally, like, uh, taller than a human. Wow. But as you can see, like, an average human, it's like... I'm about to say, because there's some humans that are, like, seven feet. Yeah, but, like, that's, like, more on, like, the rare side. Yeah, that's true. But it's, like, it's taller than a re- an average human, essentially what it is. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and, and just for you guys to know, like, it isn't, like, an actual, like, face of a woman. But whereas it's, like, a... Um, that uh, a thing that uh, now that actually looks like a that has a face. Read this real quick, Gabe. I'm sorry to have to pause this, but read what my Disney Plus just said. What the crap? <laughs> you want to you want to share with the class? That's okay. So I literally just got a, a notification from Disney Plus. Um, so a few weeks ago, I was trying to find a show to watch. So I put on this show called The Owl House. Um. I'm not going to explain what it is because that's not a point right now. But just know um, it's a TV show on Disney+. Plus. I was watching it a few weeks ago, um, and I just got a notification saying, tap to continue watching The Owl House. Mind you, I have not gotten this notification before, and I started watching this a few weeks ago. So I found that kind of intriguing that we're talking about Lalachusa, which is an owl, and then I got a notification about The Owl House. So, Yeah. Anyways, um... Yeah. 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 Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... The original Lachusa from uh, Mexican and... What's to say? Is Texano? Tejano. But yeah. Tejano. Okay. But yeah, you're good, yeah. Okay, so... From Mexican and Tejano lore tells the story of a, whim- of a woman that practiced the magic of the devil... The people of the town decided to put an end to her magic and murdered her. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, she used her magic to return as an owl with the face of a woman to exact her revenge on those who crossed her. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she pretty much like, so she got turned into an owl? So she, she turned herself into an owl. Like before she died, she put like this like curse or something that for her to come back as an owl. Oh, okay. And as as it says, like uh, the magic of the devil. So like, just like black magic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um. Okay. So according to some accounts, there are multiple lechusa, and they are the manifestation of shape shifting witches or evil spirits. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good job. Yeah, you got it right. (laughs) Right. I want you to try to read. Actually, that makes sense. Uh, th- that's actually been told. Uh, I feel like... Uh, <laughs> sorry. La Lechusa, or like La Lechusa, I feel like the most common one that you that they describe it as is, I think it's a barn owl? I may be getting... Yes. Here, barn right? owl. The yeah, barn yeah. owl. So, like, apparently those are, like, the, uh, like, uh, incarnations or, like, the... Like, uh, um, I guess, like, the remaining ones of what the Lechusa would be, like, looking like. Okay. Right. Right. 
Um, That's gonna get old so fast. Oh, it already has. <laughs> right. Shut <laughs> up. All right. So, um, each woman have sold their soul to the devil himself in exchange for their witchy powers. Um, at night, she shapeshift into Lechusa, uh, the big bird with the woman's face. Yeah. 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 Any comments? <laughs> Like, what do you think about that? I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it's interesting. Um, I, I'm still kind of confused on like, so she turned herself into the owl. Yes. Okay. And so she's, she's a shapeshifter. Okay. So So she can go from like being a woman to to an an owl. owl. That's right. Okay. So she just keeps like going back and forth. Or... Yeah, at night is like when she becomes an owl, and it and um I don't know if it's like told later on, but uh she pretty much like attacks them, but uh yeah she just shapeshifts into like from from a female to to the owl. Yeah. So, in the next point, it said, uh, no matter the stature, size, or origin story, these creatures can uh only take flight at night, and in the daytime they masquerade as your average village witch so in like in this day and time probably like your um the one who stands out the most girl i was gonna say the one who stands out the most that too i guess but the ordinary coffee girl yeah yeah period i can see that um but yeah they, they tend to attack at night um and as we continue so uh, you may think as she is an owl that she would hurt, hunt for mice or small animals. But in reality, La Lechuza hunts human people. Yeah. So she like she targets like mainly people. I've heard more stories about babies rather than like bigger people. But it doesn't really matter the size you are. Really? I, she I... can pick you up and. I haven't heard that. I, I heard that they they like uh, uh like I guess like disguise themselves or just dis- make their voices sound like these things sounds like people you know and attack adults. Yeah, yeah. They they make you like uh, it actually in this next point. Yeah, it says according to legend, once they find their target, they perch up high, uh, so their prey cannot see them. They mimic a cry of a baby, and when their mark leaves their home to find the source of the sound they swoop down and carry off their dinner Latrusa can carry um full-grown men in their talons so a muscular build will not protect you that is crazy that just shows how how actual strong how strong they are yeah like yeah pretty pretty fucking strong <laughs> if you can yeah. carry a whole fucking human then yeah it's it's interesting though because like uh not only do they mimic a cry of a baby but they mimic anything it could even be like let's say it could even be your spouse like wow, wow. yeah like it's anything to lure you outside you know like um most people would go out for a cry of a baby to check out what's going on that's like the most obvious but then there are times where they actually mimic uh the sound of someone you know or something that you know of that you for sure will answer pretty sure like at this day and age it's like um it could be mimicking of different things like let's say you have like an uncle or something that's like lives um maybe like across the state or across like the country and you know that he comes to visits once in a while like unannounced right 
that's like perfect because then all she has to do is like sound like that uncle and you go out there thinking that it'll be him in reality you just get swooped up and become their dinner mm-hmm. and this is like their way of acting revenge on the villagers who then killed her yeah because uh they're like switch back and forth and so probably during the day she'll get all the information she needs so then at night she can then attack which makes sense because then she can use that information like you were saying from all that like she can try to get to know you you know it just makes you think to like think twice about the person you're actually talking to because for all you know they could have just been this shapeshifter right are any of you fucking the chusas I, dude, if I, if we were, you would already been like taken up by now. Wait, what you ask? Listen, what you I, ask? I I know it says you can't carry, like you can carry a full grown man, but good luck. <laughs> good luck. Hey man, we just said that they can carry like a freaking muscular guy. So not you. I'm not. I'm not. Not muscular over here. No, I know, but I'm saying like if they can carry a muscular guy, I'm pretty sure they can carry like an average guy, which probably nowadays is. Maybe like a little bit overweight. So, Darren, you have any uh, input on this point? Like, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I'm, I'm still confused. I mean, <laughs> what, what are you <laughs> what confused, are you confused about, about then? That's our thing. No, that's our thing. We do that more. We did that. We do. That. We, we do did that. that. <laughs> we're, fu- we're like. <laughs> I'm saying. We're like we're like a divorced couple, bro. Like we used to do that. No, we we still do that. It's just rare now. But we did it yesterday. We did it yesterday, but me and him have done it a lot more times. Great. Just rubber bond in my face. Hey, you do it with Travis. Who? I just play. Whoa. Travis, you heard that shit? I just play. I'm keeping this shit in. That's my fucking... I'm making, I'm making him know this. That's my fucking... Travis, hey, distracted by Darion. Travis, he hates you. I'm hopping, Try on, I'm hopping on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Cause... We're going to start it with Travis, and he's going to be the one who leads it. Uh, Neezy ain't gonna hit on shit with that diss track. You're right. Seeing how hard you went on me, I'm pretty sure you're gonna freaking destroy his ass. Literally? fucking nasty. Anyways, no, um... I didn't realize that till now. <laughs> no, but, uh... About, about Lalachusa, um... I'm confused about, like... I'm, I'm confused It's like... Okay, so she's this woman that practiced magic, and I guess, like, the people decided to kill her for that, I assume? Yes. Yes. So, okay, so they decided to kill her for that, but now she can shapeshift into this owl at night, and then she uses her, like, she mimics, like, crying, different stuff, like, whether it's, like, a baby or if it's your spouse or anything— to lure you outside and like what is she doing is she killing you or what what, what is she doing like yeah she's yeah she's, she's eating you killing you eating you uh fucking you well, what the fuck am i confused about then that was, <laughs> that was common sense. Like, <laughs> you said it all you got yeah, it yeah, yeah she, literally i said it okay never mind i'm not confused you anymore. i feel like it's just like you had to like break it down yourself yeah i you think that's it. what it was you got it you got it good good job yeah. Dude. no yeah but um it's it's terrifying though like thinking about it and hearing about it because like i really like i said before it really does make you think twice do you have any other thoughts on it darion like what 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 is like you know i find it kind of cool i find it kind of interesting you find it cool you find you find people getting in alive you find it cool that she that it picks up 
full-grown fucking men and eats them. Oh, yeah, and it's men. It doesn't say anything about women, huh? It's probably mainly men. Girl power. She's a feminist. Love to see it. Well, maybe she don't got anything against men. Oh. Or against women. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, and then again, like, uh, if we're going back, we also say many women uh, um, did the same thing. They sold their soul to the devil and became as themselves. Oh, well, look at that. So play TikTok. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like TikTok stories. TikTok huh? stories. You guys want to hear the TikTok story? Let's do it. Let's hear it, man. Okay, so this is from. It's not from us, obviously, because it's a female talking. But this is from the Insta, not Instagram, TikTok, TikToker called Thought These Creepy Stories. Mm, okay. So if you want to go check her out, it's T A D I S uh, Creepy Stories and. Yeah, she has pretty good stories on there. Okay. So, here's some about La Lechusa. Story time. We're going to call the person from the story, Ella. When Ella was just a few weeks old, Ella's mother traveled to Mexico so the rest of the family can meet her. After they first got there, they threw a huge party to celebrate Ella's birth. Once the party was done, Ella's mom settled into one of the spare rooms. Her grandfather brought in an old bassinet that Ella could sleep in. Being that Ella was so little and her mom was worried about her, like, falling to the side, she had two pillows propped on each side of the bassinet. As they got settled in for the night, the family had a Rottweiler named Rocky that would not leave Ella's side. It got to the point that the dog ended up having to sleep in the same room with them because he would not leave. It was really hot that night, so Ella's mom ended up opening the sliding glass windows that led to a balcony. Soon after, they all went to sleep. At about 3 a.m., Ella's mom gets woken up to Rocky growling at something in front of the window. He normally doesn't act this way and would only growl at strangers. Soon after she hears the growling, she hears Ella scream louder than she had ever screamed before. When she rushed over to Ella, she was left shocked by what she saw. Ella was face down on the small little mattress. Ella's mom quickly picked her up and tried to comfort her. Once Ella's mom was able to calm her down, her mom turned her attention to Rocky, who was now growling and barking uncontrollably facing the balcony. Stella's mom turned around to look at what Rocky could possibly be barking at when she was met by the most horrific sight of her life. She explained that it was the ugliest, most gigantic owl that she had ever seen in her life. Its mouth and eyes were wide open and it had its wings spread all the way out. Rocky ran over to the balcony to try to capture it, but that's when it flew away. A few moments later, Ella's grandparents heard all of the commotion, so they ran into the room to go check up on them. They found Ella's mom sitting on the floor, almost like shielding Ella with her back, and Rocky barking uncontrollably at something outside the window. Ella's grandmother was trying to calm Ella's mom down, but the grandfather looked at Ella and saw that she had a big scratch on her leg. And also the pillows that her mom had used to put on the sides of the bassinet were tossed to the side all the way across the room, which means that when La Lechusa went in there to try to get Ella, she tossed the pillows out of the way. Today, Ella's mom tells her that she survived a kidnapping attempt by La Lechusa. Now that Ella's older, anytime she goes to visit her family, they jokingly call her La Lechusita since she survived an attempt by a Lechusa. Have a Lechusa. No, man, that gave me goosebumps. Oh my gosh, I'm still feeling it right now. What do y'all think of it? I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Poor Ella, man. 
poor Rocky. Couldn't catch her. I honestly, I swear, I thought it was gonna say that they're gonna take the dog. <laughs> I was more worried about the dog. <laughs> I'm what? sorry, that sounds messed up, but it's true. It's okay. No, but okay, wait, wait. But that just proves it, though. That Latrusa takes anyone. It's not just men. Yeah. That's what I said. That is terrifying. Yeah. That is. Wow. What did when you first heard it? What, what did you think? Uh, I was like, whoa! Like that's actually pretty crazy. Like. She was actually like going for the kid, and then like, was it this one? Did she say that she had like scratches on her back? She had scratches on her leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's like crazy. Like she almost had her, but then I guess her mom or the dog got in the way. I think it was the dog because they said like the dog wouldn't leave her alone. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That is a good sign though. Like, I wonder why the dog didn't want to like. I feel like the dog kind of knew in some way. Probably. Probably had a bad feeling. Yeah, it makes sense. That's to me that's terrifying. Like, holy crap. You never think that would be like something that would happen to you. You know? You want another one? Let's do it, man. Let's let's hear another one. Is it the same person or is it somebody else? Uh yes. It came from the same source, yes. Oh, okay. So like these stories get sent to her. And she just uh, reads them out loud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, that makes okay. sense. Okay. She's a good storyteller, so not like uh, me. <laughs> story time. For those of you who don't have a lechuza, so I have another lechuza story time. For those of you who don't know, lechuzas are my favorite stories to cover. This story was submitted by Adriana. I went ahead and tagged her right down below. I feel like by now we all pretty much know what lechuzas are, so let's jump straight to the story. When Adriana was about six or seven years old, she would visit her uncle in Zacatecas, Mexico. She ended up spending about two to three weeks there. She says that the first night after she got there, when it would get dark out, she would hear what sounded like coming from the woods. Especially if they had to go outside in the middle of the night. Being that the bathroom was outside, they were out there quite often. Every time they would go out there, they would hear that same without fail. It would run chills on their spine and they would run straight back to the house. Her family is extremely religious and they did not believe in La Lechuza, but her uncle had heard stories about La Lechuza in El Pueblo. After Adriana and her family went back home, her uncle called her mom, freaking out. He said that two days after they left, he heard what sounded like a woman screaming right outside of his house. It almost didn't sound human. This scream was full of anger. His first thought was that it was a lechuza screaming. And the reason why she was screaming was because she had been eyeing not just Adriana, but her two little cousins. And being that they were no longer there, they had left before la lechuza could really cause them any harm. On the third day of hearing this woman screaming, he decides to go out there and build a fort out of bricks. He puts a little hole in the center where he can put his rifle through and he sits there and waits. Once it got dark out, he says that he saw what looked like a human-like bird fly and land right on top of the tree that was right next to the bathroom that Adriana and her little cousins were used every night. Yes. Okay, real quick before we get to it, um, I forgot to mention this does have a little trigger warning. So if you want to go ahead and click off, go for it. But or skip like two minutes. Okay. All right. Up shooting the bird woman the minute she's shot she falls straight to the ground as 
as she hits the ground, he sees as this black mass just comes out of nowhere and takes her and she disappears with it. He ended up running inside, freaking out, not able to comprehend what he just witnessed. The next day, the whole town was going crazy, saying that somebody had shot and killed the most beautiful girl in the pueblo. The only thing was that she was found miles away from where she was initially shot. He ended up moving towns after that because he didn't want any of her friends to come around trying to seek revenge for him, one of them. So I have hmm. Hmm. So no wonder you said regular coffee shop girl. That makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh my gosh, that ugh, that gave me chills. That that kind of it kind of like brings me to like a different like a question for you guys. Like, do you guys think like people like still like being able to transform to like Latrusa, or do you think it stopped like ages ago? I think people still do it. You I, think people still do it? I think it's rare. I feel like it's like covered up into different things. You know, we hear about these kidnappings and all that. Me, these missing children, it could or missing reports, it just could be La Lechusa. I can see it. that's a stretch, but I mean, I mean, there's it's an explanation, you know. Like, if they see, like, oh, there's mysteriously disappeared, there are no bodies found, you know, it could just be that, you know. And it is like, uh, like, what other can you, what other thing can you explain it by? Like, what other thing could have taken it? Could have possibly been, been like, yeah, it could be a serial killer or whatever. But if, like, there are no bodies found and after, like, if there's a missing persons report, it most likely could have been that or, like, something else supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I, I forgot about that one, that that one's, like, that violent. I forgot yeah. that. <laughs> I forgot that I had that. And then once she, like, got to the part, I'm like, whoa. Uh, let me just go ahead and say a trigger warning. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But, uh, yeah. That, that one was, like, really crazy, though. Because, like. The fact that they were, like, freaking out that they killed the most beautiful woman in the pueblo in the in the for you guys to know pueblo means village yeah so most beautiful girl in the village so then that would that that's like the perfect thing though she's the most beautiful girl a lot of people are going to try to go up to her little kids little girls are going to go up to her talk to her that is like the perfect cover that is crazy yeah that's it's insane <laughs> but uh insane is like the least thing you can say it is what? I feel like insane is like the understatement of what it is. Well, you were saying crazy. I know, but that's even more of an understatement. That's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like more than that. It's unfathomable. We'll be back after these short commercial breaks. If you are experiencing any thoughts of suicide or suffering from depression, please reach out to a loved one, a friend, or someone that you trust. And even call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, 988. And please remember that you are never alone. If you need to talk to someone, please feel free to reach out to us. You can message us on any of our social media platforms or email us at they'realwayswatchingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Stay safe. If you're interested into the paranormal and supernatural, then you should take a listen to our podcast. They're always watching. You can listen to it on various different media sites, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Meteor Radio Athens. If you're interested in following us on social media, it's under the name They're Always Watching Podcast. Thank you. And remember, they're always watching. All right. So we are back from the break. And uh, with the second half of today's episode, we're going to be talking about another topic. Um, for the second half, we're going to talk about El Kukui. Um, So, as always, 
uh, before we, uh, we start with the facts and all that, you know, we're just going to talk about and see what we know about it before uh, we just jump right into it. So you already know, I don't know, but uh, do y'all know anything about El Kukui? Have y'all like, okay. Cool. We, we we know we know we know a little bit about Okukui. All right, um, talk about Okukui. <laughs> it is, it was a scare tactic, along with La Llorona. Okay. Um. So pretty much, our parents would say like, if you're if you do this thing, if you do this bad thing, El Kukui is gonna get you. You know, like and it's like this thing. It's like uh, what El Kukui would like represent to us is like our version of the boogeyman essentially. Um. But it, it's. It freaked us out. I feel like it freaked me out for sure because like it would make you like think like oh man what if but like what's in the what's in the closet or like it's like a not only was it a scare tactic but it was like a disciplinary tactic in the same way you know it's like it's to have us behave because if we don't behave we're gonna be taken by el cucuy. I mean that's my experience with it at least. Okay. Uh, what about you, JB? Yeah, I mean it's pretty much the same thing. My my um, uh, I don't even think my parents used it as a scare tactic, but. I've heard that many people have been using it as a mainly a scare tactic, like, you know, like, don't do that, don't do this, El Kukui is going to get you, that type of stuff. Okay, okay. Um, so, let's jump into these facts. <clears throat> so, El Kukui originates from European Spanish-speaking countries, where the word coco means coconut, but also another word for head or skull. Um, he is described as the boogeyman for the Latino uh, Hispanic culture. His skin is brown like the shell of a coconut with plenty of hair. Okay, okay, so he's pretty much just a boogeyman. Essentially. Okay. Yeah, that's what it pretty much seems like. Okay, okay, that makes sense. It's probably, it probably honestly is a boogeyman, just like a different translation for the name. It could be. Um, I, I'll, I'll I'll show you guys like what I found at the end because a lot of people say something different, but uh, uh, I never really heard that description. I've actually never heard a description of El Cucuy. Oh, this now. is your first. This is my okay. first time hearing okay. about it. So yeah, like we just said, um, it says according to legends, El Cucuy is the boogeyman monster found in Mexico. Um, he is described as a frightening creature, a small, misshapen, and hairy all over. Among the other uh, physical characteristics, he is said to have large bat-like ears, red eyes that glow in the dark, and a set of large razor-sharp teeth. Ooh. Interesting. Hmm. That, to me, sounds more like uh, of, uh, La Chupacabra. Oh, I know what that is. Don't you, don't you think? Well, no, no. La Chupacabra is more... It's hairless. Never mind. Oh, yeah, it's well, hairless? And then, like, all the, all the like, pictures that I got from it, it was, like, standing... Oh, with standing? Yeah, like standing oh, okay. on two feet. And like the chupacabra is kind of like an animal. Like, yeah, that's what, that's what it's known to be, like an animal. Yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. That's, wow, okay. Um, The urban legend states that El Kukui attacks and abducts children who do not display exemplary behavior. So it goes, so it goes after kids that are misbehaving or? Essentially. So like uh, let's say uh, your mom tells you like hey don't don't bother your sister or don't do this. Mm-hmm. Essentially, as legend goes, if you don't really listen to what your mother is saying, el cucuy will come to get you. And I think it's mainly at night. Mm-hmm. It's like when you least suspect it. Okay. It's like goes into your room, steals you from your bed, and then you never see them. Okay. Or so they say. Okay. Um. 
He can reportedly hide under the beds or inside the closets of children for long periods of time, emerge suddenly when they are asleep in the dead of night and take them away. So pretty much what I was saying for this one is it, it kind of looks like our logo. No way. Like, like, well, yeah, like it, like the red eyes. Oh, that's right. Like that oh. type of thing. Oh, yeah. And like like the, the if teeth you, if, and everything. Yeah. Like if you envision like something like a monster under your bed. I would envision our logo. Oh, no, I agree. I agree. I I would, too. And that's kind of what it reminds me of, too. Huh. Like, that. I never thought of it like that. Oh, that's that's, that's, uh, a good point. But, yeah, like, as you can see, like, he's actually, like, the boogeyman, which is said to be also under your bed and hides in closets. So, parents in Mexico would often chastise and discipline their children with the threat of El Cucuy if they do not behave, for many years, this is how the legend has passed from one generation to the next and stayed alive. Stayed alive? Ah. Oh. Why do you think that was, like, added? Hmm. I mean, my my guess would be, like, I guess, like, you talking about the stayed alive part? or Yeah, essentially. I, I, well, logically, like, realistically, well, yeah. I'd say, I guess, to keep the, the legend going, um... In a sense, but if I had to think like outside the box or like uh like uh, supernaturally, if I had to think of it that way, I said um like maybe it's still out there and they they tell kids about this because maybe like this um this creature is really like going out and you know taking kids away and stuff like that, you know? Right, but I don't I don't think that even though if they know the knowledge of it, it's not going to stop it. It's not gonna be like, oh man, oh Billy knows that I'm here. I'm gonna go find someone who doesn't know that I'm here. You know, like, I don't think it works that way. That I think point. like I, I think it's just gonna continue. Uh, it's gonna continue attacking if you know it or not. It's true. Um, let's see. So, the legend also says that El Kukui has the power to shape shift and take on the appearance of a faceless shadow, dark and dangerous. It is this uh, guys that he would use to enter the rooms of children undetected. He would then proceed to watch them in silence for a long time, waiting for the opportune moment. When that moment would arrive, he would strike, carrying the child off of him to his lair, situated deep in the mountains. There, he would proceed to slowly eat the child. Oh, oh whoa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I did not know. Yeah, so apparently in, like, some things, he would also, like, have, like, a sack with him. I heard about that. I heard about the sack. And, like, he, like, put the child in the sack, obviously. Oh, but that reminds me more of Krampus rather than... I was just about to say Krampus, actually. I was going to say, didn't Krampus do that? Yeah, a little bit, but we'll probably get into that a different day. But uh, um, that's that's interesting, though. There are different pronunciations for El Cucuy, isn't there? Uh, the main ones I've heard is El Cucuy, El Coco, El Cuco. So essentially, they're just like a, apparently like the similar derived from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, man, that really does make you think. That really does. If you, if you guys want, you know, you can also send us stories if you've had any experience with any of these, and we'll probably tell you, we'll we'll talk about it in our uh, campfires episode. So that's a that's a heads up. Oh yes, we're having a campfire episode next. To Saturday. Hmm. Or no. <laughs> That's what sucks about it. Oh. <laughs> We're uh, recording this now. It's going to be posted Friday. 
Oh, son of a... So if you're listening to this on Friday night, you go ahead and send your your stories in. Yeah, we're probably going to post about it on our social media as well. So uh, you will know about it ahead of time. Yeah. So if you don't follow our socials, follow our socials. Stories Watching Podcast. Yeah. On Instagram, Twitter, and... That's right. That's or right. Email at us. <laughs> uh, no, but that that is really. I, I see that you have a a comment or something, on here for away. Oh, it reminds me of that's what you're saying. Yeah, it okay, reminds okay. me of the logo. Yeah. So um, I don't. I found a story, but I don't know if it is about him. I just like saw the comments and they're saying like, oh, el cucuy, el cucuy, that type of thing. So I'm assuming it has to do something with him. But if you want, you can go ahead and read your. Okay, uh, so as I was trying to look for stories, I didn't really find much, but um, the one thing I could find is like a Reddit post. For those of you who don't know Reddit, a lot of people just like go on there, uh, they talk about one thing and they follow that thread. So this is under the thread uh, Paranormal, but this person says, uh, have you experienced El Cucuy? He goes on to say, or she goes on to say, hi, I was just wondering if anyone has had an experience with El Cucuy. Also known as El Coco, El Cucu, or Cuco, or sometimes in Cuba as El Lobo. I have not, but it is an extremely popular legend across Latin America, Spain, and Portugal, so I'm curious if anyone has. Thanks. I only found one story on here, but I found other descriptions of which I'll, I'll uh, say. But the story goes, <clears throat> here is known as El Coco. LOL experiences with him, I don't know if it was him or not. But I performed really bad in eighth grade. My parents sent me to my uh, a boarding school. That place was managed by a Catholic priest and was haunted AF. We had two dorms, one for the small kids and the other one for where the uh, for the other one that were for kids in their last year. I remember one night I had to take a leak. I saw a dark figure. That crap almost seven feet tall. It almost touched the floor door frame. And thing was calling me like waving waving at me well the thing is i passed out and i woke up a moment later peed and crapped i remember i wait till morning to took a shower and never asked about it then acquired a flashlight if i had those emergencies in the future but never saw that thing again and that was that that was one story about it um the other things is like what people have been saying um they say that it has, well, instead of having brown skin, they say it has green skin, sharp teeth, and carried a sack that he would take kids in to eat, as you mentioned. Um, a person says, let's see, as yeah, it was a scare tactic. <laughs> One of the things that says, uh, um, apparently, like, people in the Latin American culture, they would use this phrase, si no te duermes bien el cucuy, which translates to, if you don't sleep, the cucuy is coming. Um, which a lot of people actually have used. I, I feel like that's been used on me several times. Yeah, I got Chucky. You got <laughs> um, but then again, other people go on to say that it is like similar to the Boogeyman. So essentially, El Cucuy has different um, different descriptions, but roughly it's around the same thing, around the same translation of what is described to be as. What What are your inputs on that, guys? That's interesting. Right, right, right. No, I'm trying to figure out how I want to word it. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I agree with it. I mean, 
like based based on what like what what like what it was said, I I definitely uh think of it as just another version of the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that that's really the best way I can say it without right <laughs> with without because I'm yeah. But well, let let me ask you this. Um, does your rendition of the boogeyman is it like similar to what we grew up hearing about as in for us like El Cucuy? Pretty much, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, when I was a kid growing up, I I was told that uh, similar to like if you act out, oh the boogeyman's gonna get you, or that like oh the boogeyman's like in your closet or like like you know the the term like oh there's a monster under the bed like yeah um I, like I grew up with that too um so it's like even though they're from different like cultures they're really not that uh different they're they're really very similar like okakui and like the american version of the boogeyman you know yeah um yeah so it's pretty much the same uh like both like i guess versions like the boogeyman and then el kukui yeah as we see a lot is that um like this is just folklore you know this is our legends but every legend has like some truth into it and that is always true for whatever it is for whatever you hear any folk tales for folklore um urban legends hauntings it all has some sort of truth there's some piece of history in it that caused it to be that way so it, whether it's La Lechuza or El Cucuy, it's it came from something that was true. Um, and it just makes you think, uh, th- uh, like, what, what actually was the true story that led to it being like this? And over time, it could just be twisted or told differently, as we hear today, because it has different names. You know, El Cucuy, El Cucu, El Coco, or El Lobo. So it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I was yeah. gonna say like, what what right, what, what right. are you what do you think, JB? Like about all this. Yeah. I mean, I I I personally think it's it's like, like people probably think it's just like mainly used as a scare tactic, which it is. But like, I feel like there's more. It's like deeper than that. I feel like there's definitely, like, it had to come from something. There's no way someone like someone's like, you know what? I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make your creature today. It's gonna call. It's gonna be called El Kukui. It's gonna look like this, this, and this, right? Well, then there it, he has to have like, or that person has to really have like some type of like image already, that where it came from. No, I agree. Um, that is true. I I actually do agree to that. But there are people. Um, I do want to say like people who do try to create these monsters, you know, from like their own imagination. But I feel like El Cucuy is like too well versed to be something just made up, you know. <laughs> Like, sure, you know, we hear all these different ones, you know, um, such as, like, the rake or um, ones that we cannot really say their name. But uh, uh, it's just some of these have been, like, just created to scare or just because of the fun of it. But um, I feel like if you put enough belief into something, even if it is made up, it will come it will come to fruition. Like, it will come to life. Which is uh, what I, I like to say is that um, you can't see what you don't believe in. You have to believe in it first. You know, so well, like, you know, you know, we were just talking about that uh, before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, that you have to believe in whatever it is in order to see it. And I've always been a believer of that. I don't know if you guys agree with me about that, but that's just how I see it. If it's the supernatural, paranormal, 
or anything of that sort, you know. In order, if you want to see it, you just have to believe. Right, right. No, but for real, for real, I mean, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, I definitely feel like if you want to, if you, if you want something to come to life, you do have to believe in it in some way. Um, especially when it comes to the paranormal supernatural. I mean, like what we were talking about with Mr. Minsty, uh, before we started recording, I mean, he said there's way more out there than what we can see. Like he said, what what's going on here he said it's like three to, three four times like bigger than that um so it's like yeah i feel like if if you want something to come to life if you want to see something or whatever you have to believe that it's there for you to eventually see it or for it to eventually come true so and i definitely agree with you there and be warned there are going to be, be people out there who just like say nah man that's that's full of crap you're full of crap that's not true yeah. I, you know, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to to believe in whatever you want to, whatever that is. Yeah, and I mean that's part of why we have this podcast. You know, it's a safe space for um not just us to talk about the paranormal, supernatural, but for anybody else to if they've experienced something. Um, that's part of why we do campfire stories like every so often. You know, um, <clears throat> so it's not just us telling our experiences, but then you know we started getting people to tell us their experiences too and then you know we'll say it on air um so yeah you know we just want people to feel comfortable to say uh what they want to say without having to get judged for it you know or viewed as like crazy or something like that you know right and then we we want you guys to know we really do appreciate any uh stories you guys send in and we're there's no judgment in any way and with that at all so as Darren was saying it is a it, it's a safe space it's a safe space you know so if you guys have any stories please send us some and we will talk about it in this uh in this uh ep- our later episodes for campfire stories do you have any inputs JB right, story right. <laughs> oh you found one <laughs> yeah awesome <laughs> this is a story that um uh, uh from the same from the same uh lady uh thought these creepy stories I don't exactly know what this is, so JB, you may have to cut this out. <laughs> Google, which is a legend that I personally grew up with. My grandmother would always tell me that if I didn't go to bed, me iba a coger el cuco. So el cuco originated from Spain. There are many different versions of him. I actually imagine him to look something along the lines of this. He mainly targets children. Latino parents will use el cuco to drive the fear of God into their children. El Cuco looks for misbehaving children to kidnap and throw into his bag. The legend originated in the beginning of the 20th century. Francisco Ortega, a.k.a. El Muruno, was so desperate to find a cure for tuberculosis that he visited a curandera or a healer. The healer told him that in order to cure tuberculosis, that he would have to drink the blood of a child. So he kidnapped seven-year-old Bernando. From that point on, this legend started. El Cuco is presented as an evil monster who hides underneath children's beds in order to kidnap the child or eat them if they don't obey their parents. Many different parts of Latin America have their own different versions of El Cuco. But one thing that they all seem to have in common is that if you misbehave, El Cuco will be coming after you. El all that for some goddamn tuberculosis, bitch. It's it's crazy how that goes. <laughs> oh my God. My goodness. Well, 
that's the end of today's episode. We're just going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, do you guys have any any final inputs? No. No. I just want to go watch the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> Me too. We're going to go watch Nope. So uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, of course, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, and Inst- uh, tw- Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, TikTok. Shit. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Libsyn, all that good stuff. Um, Me, you, Radio Athens, Tuesdays and Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, Tuesday and Thursday, Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. And then Saturday at 1 a.m. Uh, once again, we would like to thank Mr. Rick Dunn for letting us use his um, space uh, to record the podcast every week. Shout out to me, you, Radio Athens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then with that being said, we'll go. We'll see you guys next week. And Gabe, go ahead and take us out. And remember, they're always watching. Bitch.